Let's make a faith confession. God's promise over my life is sure. His word concerning me is settled forever in heaven. Though my beginning was small, yet my latter end would increase abundantly. God increases my greatness and comforts me on every side. The Lord increases me more and more, me and my family. These are you of greater works. There is a release of greater blessing for us. It's a new season and God has made room for me. It's my time to shine and I'm increasing on all sides. I've stepped into my promised land, a land that is good and large and flowing with God's blessings, the blessings of a closer walk with God, the financial blessings of debt freedom and surplus, the blessing of good health and a good marriage, the blessing of academic excellence and a good job. My life is moving forward and upward. It's getting better and better every day and in every way. My life is shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. The Lord teaches me to profit and leads me the way I should go. My gates are open continually, never to be shut by day nor by night, that the wealth of the nation shall come unto me. I am blessed, and my blessings is of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Hallelujah. You want to slap nine people and tell them, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Say it. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed and highly. Move to nine people. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I'm 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 blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Thank you. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Now shout to yourself and say, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Mention him if you are called Kweku, mention him. Say, Jonathan Ekuban, I am blessed and highly favored. Tell yourself again, I, Jonathan Ekuban, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Tell yourself again, I, Jonathan Ekuban, I am blessed and highly favored. Touch your forehead and say, I, Jonathan Ekuban, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Hold your hand and feel it and say, I, Jonathan Ekuban, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Touch your heart and say, I, Jonathan Ekuban, I am blessed and highly favored. Touch your tummy and feel it now. I am, Jonathan Ekuban, I am blessed and highly favored. Lift your hand and say this time, I, you are a champion now. I am blessed and highly favored. Give the Lord a shout of praise. I see blessed hands. I see blessed hands. And I can feel the blessed hands in the name of Jesus. Time, 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 time. Ooh, hallelujah. Amen. Father, anoint my lips. Cause me to speak for your word as of an oracle. Let your mighty blessings come upon us as I preach your word in Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. We have the Germans also here. Amen. The Germans and the French. Hallelujah. Monsieur Mayaki, le riche, pourquoi? Parce qu'il y a trois gros autos, une femme et des enfants. Amen. Okay. The past days we've been. We learned about how to overcome barrenness. Is that right? Yeah. Barrenness and its effect and how to overcome barrenness. Today, I want to. And so, and then we learned the fact that we need to be fruitful. Tell someone you need to be fruitful. 
Okay, so I will be sharing on the part of the fact that we ought to be fruitful and then the benefits of fruitfulness. Is that right? Yeah, the benefits of fruitfulness. But first of all, before anybody becomes anything, the person must be called. Does somebody be called? Now, every call has a purpose. When anybody calls you, you call it, go and fetch me water. Because you go and iron a dress for me. Somebody is called, go and cook me some food. So every call goes with a purpose. Amen? You know, people in the scriptures have been called for various things. Samson was called as a deliverer. David was called as a king. Samuel was called as a prophet. And Jesus was called to come into this world as a savior. The 12 disciples were called to continue the ministry of Jesus. And you have also been called. Hallelujah. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says that we have been called out of darkness into his glorious light. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse, you know, Bible, according to his divine power, no, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse number 3, okay. Uh, now, in Colossians chapter 1, so tell somebody, I've been called unto glory. Amen. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14 say that we've been called out of the kingdom of darkness in, and translated into the kingdom of his dear son. So, you are no more in the kingdom of darkness, but you have been brought into the kingdom of light. Amen? Now, why have you been brought into the kingdom of light? There is a reason why you have been brought into the kingdom of light. And the reason is that we will join up in the work of the Lord. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10, the Bible says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Hallelujah. Everybody who crafts things, you know, he crafts things for a purpose. Now, this iPad was crafted or was created by somebody for something. And it's for good works. Hallelujah. Your phone is for good works. Your dress design is for good works. So God also has created you. Thank God that he created you in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. So what are we supposed to walk in? We are supposed to walk in good works. So you, say, you are to walk in good works. Oh, say it with life. That's what I have been called to walk in good works. Hallelujah. So when Jesus came, he came to work the works of God and we are supposed to continue this work. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 to 29. What are the works of the Lord? Matthew chapter 11. Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that are, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 29. Now, the sinners must come to him, and when they come to him, he will give them what? Rest. Then when you can become, when the sinner comes to you, he gives you rest. Then he said, Take my yoke upon you. The yoke there is the burden of God. Someone said, Burden. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. So when you take, many people are looking for things in life. They are looking for houses, cars, husbands, whatever. But first of all, the devil is the one who puts us in the kingdom of darkness, but God brings us out of the kingdom of darkness into his kingdom. Amen. And when we are brought into the kingdom of God, that means uh, we, uh, the yoke of the enemy has been taken off for us. Then we are supposed to take on the yoke of God, God's work. When you take up God's work, you will find rest. <laughs> you see, anybody who is not working hasn't got rest. It is when you start, get, when you get work to do, you are paid, you get rest. 
So without work, you do not get rest. And who you work with determines the kind of rest you get. Because who you work with and who you work for determines how much he pays you. And sometimes you can work for a company and they don't have that much to pay you. But as for God, he doesn't give us salary, he gives us blessings. Your salary is the way they see your worth. But as for God, he gives us blessings. Can I have an amen? amen. And the Bible says that we are supposed to take his burden. Amen. So when we come to Jesus, he takes away our burden of sin and darkness and he gives us his burden. He takes away his burden. He says, Jesus takes away our burden of sin and he gives us his burden. What does Jesus come to do? The Bible says that what is his burden? The burden of lost souls being saved in the world. That's the primary reason why he came. The Bible says that he came to seek and save the lost. So we say Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. Hallelujah. So if he came to seek and save the lost, and Jesus said, follow me, and I will make you what? Fishers of men. And that you are supposed to be disciples of Jesus, then it means that whatever he came to do, we've got to do the same. Unfortunately, most Christians live their lives without realizing the reason for their being alive. Ask your friend, why are you alive? You could have been dead. I said you could have been what? Dead. So the fact that when you gave your life to Jesus, you know, even though we are going to heaven, we don't die immediately. It's because God keeps us here on earth so that we will do his work. So that we will join in the business of saving souls. Can I have an amen? amen. And so you are, you are, God has made you a savior. How do I know that? Obadiah 121. The Bible says, and I shall arise out of Mount Zion, saviors. Someone say saviors. Yeah, and when you read Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22 to 24, he said, but you are come unto Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. Tell somebody, I am a Zionite. And what happens to those from Zion? But you, the uh, Bible says that you are come unto Mount Zion. The Mount Zion is talking about the church of God. Unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. This morning, angels are here. I said, angels are here. And Obadiah 121 says that, but and Savior shall come up on Mount Zion. Hallelujah. Amen. So tell somebody, I'm a, I'm a Savior. How do you become a Savior? By joining Jesus and His Word in preaching the gospel and bringing people unto Christ. Can I have an amen? amen? Yeah. And that's the reason why you have to move out of worldliness. First John chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. You see, if you concentrate on, on the world, you cannot be fruitful and you cannot do much for God. So it's very important that you must understand why you are alive and you must begin to think about others so you can be fruitful. You know, the Bible says that, John, first John 2, 15, love not the world, the reason why people cannot do the work of God. Let's read together. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Okay? What, the, what are... What are the things that are in the world? Verse 16, for all that is in the world. What are the things that are in the world? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. But verse 17 says that, verse 17, verse 17, and the world passes away 
and the last thereof. But he that does the will of God abides forever. Hallelujah. You want to abide forever? Then you want to do the will of God. I say you want to do the will of God. You want to think about others. Someone say others. Yeah. Jesus was in a nice place in heaven. And then he came from heaven. Heaven is better than America. Heaven is better than United Kingdom, than, than Germany, than Switzerland, than all those nice places we hear about. And then he thought about others that he decided to come and die for us. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his son Jesus Christ, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So Jesus thought about others. And uh, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, Paul, when he also came to receive Jesus Christ, came up and told the people, when he wrote a letter to the people of Philippians, he said, let not, let not every man, on, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Amen. General Booth, the man who came up with Salvation Army, uh, church, one day he's, they were having a, co a convention. He couldn't attend. And he sent a telegram. And in the, all that was written on the telegram was others. It's not like today that telegram, you don't write a lot. Just short statements. Sometimes he said, come home. We need money. You know, yeah. When those days, you know, in the 60s, and the 70s and you know, early 80s, when there was no what's happened thing. So short, short, listen. Money. Money needed. Uh, sometimes they just write money. When you see money in your telegram, your money needed, whatever, sure. So he just wrote others. But the others that he put there, the others means that think about others. So somebody think about others. He was telling them that in all your deliberation that you are having, think about others. The salvation of others. Amen. But we really think about our Savior and we really think about others. The reason why most Christians are fruitless is because they don't think about others. When you start thinking about others, you will become fruitful. Amen? That's why Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 says that if you are risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sits. If you are risen with Christ, please, you guys, give me the timing, not time itself. My frame. Yes. Give me 30 minutes and I'll be done. Start. Give me 30 minutes on the screen. Colossians chapter 3. If you are risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Verse 2. Set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but you see, most of us, our affection are on just cars, houses, lands, various businesses. They, they are not bad in themselves. But God wants us to set our heart on higher things. Someone say higher things. Higher. And better things. Amen. Amen. That's why he said that we should set our affection. Set your affection on heavenly things. Set your affection on things that are more eternal, eternal related or eternity related. Amen. But if you just think you're, every time you are thinking about just marriage, businesses or whatever, all you do, you wake up in the morning and you are thinking of the latest makeup. 
Foundation. Yeah, foundation. Now, excessive hips. Please, men, don't think that the thing you see around women is natural. It's not natural. I was even surprised to get to know today that not knowing that now they've got artificial nipples. So, some of them, yeah, they wear the, the, the brazier they wear, they've designed it in such a way that the nipples are sticking out. So, maybe the girl you are going in for, her own, there are different shapes of breasts. Is that right? Maybe her own is supposed to go down like that. But you are seeing that it's pointing forward like that. And you may be deceived. So you go and you say that, but when I saw it, it was pointing forward. But now it has gone down. What has happened? It's, the real thing is what you are seeing after. After they remove the, this thing, the, the real thing. Are you here with me? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a real thing. So there are many, many camouflages that have come up. Many, many things that are not real. And because of the fact that we are not, we are not very, very eternity-minded and we don't want to follow Jesus Christ the way we have to, we, we are overly occupied with ourselves. We are selfish. Selfish means fishing yourself. When you are selfish, you fish yourself and you have only yourself. You have only yourself. You are alone. That's why Jesus said in John chapter 12, verse 24, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and dies, it abides alone. Until a man resists his spermatozoa to fertilize an egg, that sperm remains alone. And that man remains alone. It is when the man releases his sperm that is when he increases. It is when a woman discharges her egg and the egg decides to receive a sperm. That is when she can multiply and become mama. So if you say me, a woman, I will not release my egg. I am not ready to do what it takes for me to have children because I don't want to lose my flat tummy. Yes, I'm just, I don't want to lose my flat tummy. For a period, if you want to become a mother, you have to lose your flat tummy for a period. Amen? Maybe you later you can work on it and then it may come back. It may or may not come back. Yeah, it may or may not come back. So when, when you see some of the women and it's like they've done every exercise and it's because they wanted to be fruitful. Amen? And spiritually too, you got to do something. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 22 verse 14, the Bible says that now God wants to save the world. This is what God wants to save the world. Now if you have something very heavy to lift up or a lot of work to do, are you going to call a few people? You're going to call a lot of people to come and help you do that. Amen. So the Bible says that many are called. That's what the many are called. Please, let us never look at the few pastors we have and we think that the salvation of the world depends on a few pastors. How many pastors do we have in the world? We don't have many, too many pastors. The work is not for pastors. The work of pastors is to feed you with knowledge and understanding. The work of pastors is to train you, but you are the one to do the work. Amen. Yeah. The Bible says 
In Jeremiah 3.15, I'll give, I'll give you pastors after my heart who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12, the Bible talks about Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12. He says that he gave also some, not all, some. So says some. Some. Some means there's exclusivity. Some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. What is the duty of these people? Do it in New King James or another version for me. The purpose of it is, yes. Oh, no, no, no. It was he who gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, some pastors and teachers. For what purpose? For what purpose? Verse 12. Verse 12. To prepare God's people for what? For works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. So the pastor's work is to teach you the word and it is your responsibility to do the work. Amen. So the pastors are like supervisors or CEOs, but you are the one to do the work. You are the one to preach to the people. You are the one to visit them and pray for the sick. It's not the pastor's work to be praying for the sick. The pastor teach, trains you how to pray for the sick. You pray for the sick. Amen. So very soon when we come to church and say, and they say, all oh, sick people come and say, we'll call you. Come and pray for them. It is not the pastor's work. If the pastor's work is to do all those things, then the pastor's will be collapsing. Amen? We are supposed to be doing the work. But because we are not doing the work, that is why the work is there. That is why the work is left undone. And that's why Jesus is also not coming. Because according to Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, he says that this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world. Put it there. And this gospel, so say, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in Bachona, will be preached in just Ghana, will be preached in just Springs of Life, will be preached where? In the whole world as a witness or a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. It means that the end will not come if we have not preached the gospel to the whole world. That's the reason why any part of the world you find yourself, you are supposed to be a preacher. You are supposed to be a salt in that place, and you are supposed to be a light in that place, and you don't hide. You don't hide a light under a bushel. You place it on a candlestick. But most of you, you go to schools. Nobody knows that you are a Christian. Nobody knows that you speak in tongues. Even when you go to a restaurant, you don't even want people to know that you are a Christian. So you can't even pray. You take friends to a restaurant and you cannot pray. You have gone as a family to a restaurant. You pray in church. And yet when you go to the restaurant, you cannot say, let's pray. You take your beloved, you take your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, and say, we'll bring the food. And it is customary right that you must pray over what God has given to you. And you are feeling shy to pray. You go to school, and you cannot let your friends know that you are a Christian. And you cannot speak in tongues. And people can be playing reggae music. And pop mu music. And hip hop. And you cannot sing Christian songs. You are not showing. Nobody knows that. The reason why the unbelievers come to you. And they want to introduce you to all kinds of things. Is because you have not shown yourself to be a real Christian. Amen. You have not shown what your identity is. You got to show your identity. When I went to university, first year boy, I showed my identity. I started gathering people at the school field. 
First year boy, and I was getting final year guys, fourth year, to go and pray. Gathering them. Gather teaching assistants, gather whatever. When I'm moving around, anytime I'm going for lectures, I'm speaking in tongues. Listen, you don't, you don't need opinions of men to be who you are. People can be judging, you can be all kinds of things. I wanted to edify myself. Everybody in my class knew. Everybody knew my class that this guy, he, he has something else in his head. He's a Christian. You can't take this kind of thing on him. But you, when the unbelievers crack their funny joke, you, you laugh some. When the girls are passing, they, look, they are talking about the size of the buttocks of the girl. You two are. Then when they laugh, instead of, instead of squeezing your face, <laughs> you are the one. <laughs> and you are even adding some of it. You are, you, you, you are not a serious Christian. That's, so, that's the reason why nobody is following you to Christ. Nobody is following you to Christ. But when you are serious and you go to them and say, you need to be born again. You need Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. I know what I did. That when, since Christ came into my life, I'm, I'm changed. Great change since I met the Lord. And you preach to them. And you're a Christian business person. And you share your faith with them and tell them that because of Christ, that's why your business is working. They should follow you to your Christ. And their lives will change. Amen. When a guy meets you and says, I'm interested in you, you don't tell the person that I'm a Christian. You are just uh, before I say, say, let's go and sleep. Let's go and whatever. Sleep what? You must let the person know that you are a Christian. You don't sleep around. You don't kiss around. Even though you are the age of marriageability, you want somebody to marry you. It is not any Tom, Dick, and Harry, anything in trousers that we marry. And it is not anything in skirts that we marry. I'm in skirts, but if you are a man, you don't come and marry me. Amen. Am I not in skirt? So if a guy likes me, because I'm in skirt, a guy likes me, I will put a person away. <laughs> eh? you, you must check who the person is. Is he a real man or a real woman? Am I preaching here? Yeah. Is he a real man or a real woman? Hallelujah. So this gospel must be preached. And we are going to preach it. That's how we are going to preach it. Amen. So God has many Christians. Tell us that many Christians have been called. Tell somebody, you have been called. Hallelujah. Everybody has, it's like, you see, Christianity is like the human body. Every part of the human body has been called to do something. Your eyes see for the body. Your ears hear for the body. Your nose smells for the body. Is that not it? So every part. Anybody who is part of the body of Christ who doesn't do anything is not a real part. Every part must do something. Tell somebody, do something. What have we been called to do? We have been called to be fruitful. Tell somebody, called to be fruitful. John 15, 16. John 15, 16. Jesus said, you did not call me. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Tell somebody, you've been chosen. You see, many people may not choose you to be anything. A man may not choose to marry you. A lady may not choose you. You may not be chosen, chosen as an assembly woman, Auntie Rose, you may not be chosen. But Jesus has chosen you. Yes. I chose you and appointed you that you should go and marry. 
is that you should go and and have a lot of money. You should go and what? Bear fruit and that your fruit shall remain. Hallelujah. God wants you to have what? Fruit and that your fruit shall remain. Then when you have you bear fruit, what is the result? That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. It means that when you are a fruit-bearing Christian, you qualify to receive answers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you work for a company and you are very productive, when you request for things, they are quick in answering you. But when you are a lazy worker in the company, you don't go to work. When they give you assignments, you don't fulfill the assignments and go, and you say, I want a raise. You, a raise for what? What are you bringing on board that will ensure that you should get a raise? Can I have an amen? amen? Yeah. So Jesus is saying, I have chosen you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. And everybody has received different appointments. Amen. Like our president appointed people, minister of, minister of defense, minister of agri, minister of this. You too, you are minister of something. Everybody has their work to do. Yes, ends after four years. But you have been employed by the king of kings and lord of lords. Amen? And he said that you should go and bear fruit. What kind of fruit? The fruit of the salvation of souls. Contribute to the salvation of souls. Bring people into the house of God. Can I have an amen? amen. And I want you to, ladies and gentlemen, to know that there is one thing God is monitoring. God is not monitoring the houses we have. The cars we have. He's monitoring our works. Someone say our works. Our Amen. Amen. He's monitoring our works. Tell somebody God is monitoring our works. Amen. He's monitoring our works. Monitoring our works. Matthew chapter 7. Our works. Verse 20. You shall, Jesus said, you shall know them by their fruits. Amen. You shall know them by what? They are fruits. They are fruits. Someone say they are fruits. Hmm? So God's eyes are on your works, which is eternity related. He's not on your works of your businesses, your works of having physical children, which are all very important, but on your works of producing spiritual children and helping to build the house of God. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Your works. Tell somebody your works. Your works. Mm, your works. God says, when you read uh, seven times in the book of Revelation, God says, I know your works. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1, one and 2. Revelation chapter 2. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, This sincere thee that holds the seven stars in his right hand. Who walks in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks? Verse 2. I know thy. I know thy. Revelation chapter 2 verse 8. Look at it. Revelation 2 8. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write. This sincere thee. Say the first and the last which was dead and is alive. Verse 9. I know thy works. So seven times. I don't have much time to go through all of that. But seven times he said, I know thy works. I know thy works. I know thy works. Which means that God's eyes are on our works. Amen. Amen. That's why God's eyes are on your works. That's why the Bible says in Matthew 
chapter 6, verse 33, seek ye first what? The kingdom of God. I want everybody in this church to have spiritual fruits. Daniel, have spiritual fruits. Be a spiritual father. Have spiritual fruits. So it says spiritual fruits. And one thing is that, you see, when you are given a work, you are supposed to do it within a certain period. You don't have forever to do a particular work. When you go to the office or you give you a work, you are expected to work. When you go and you are writing exams, you don't have forever to write exams. There are some of the papers as one hour paper. Some 45 minutes. Some is two hours. Is that right? Yeah. And so you are supposed to write the exam within a certain time period after which you are finished. They collect your papers. And whatever you have, you don't have forever to do it. You don't have forever to live. And even if you have a longer life, you don't have forever for your productive period. Hello? For some of us now, we are younger. So we are more vibrant. We can walk. We can smile. You even look more beautiful and more handsome now. Maybe after 10, 20 years, you may not look the way you are. So your attractiveness, your ability to attract certain people will go down. Today, when some people see you, they are walking towards you. Eh? There is something known as the flower age of every person, especially for the ladies. There's a flower age where your skin looks very supple. You see, anytime you see an older person, you must always know that she has been like you before. Amen? And more handsome. Eh? Today, when I see Uncle Clement with his gray, his gray chop money, and then his hair now has gone down. This man used to have bushy hair. And when he's coming, you see that Charlie, a, a man is coming. Bushy hair. He's walking, he's gallus, everything. Are you getting me? Yeah. And he has done what he could do at that time. And thank God that he's still doing what he has to do. Hallelujah. But the times are different. That's what it, the times are different. Yeah. Maybe those days he could walk for many, many hours. Now he can't walk for those hours. So the point I'm making is that the energy you have, the beauty you have, the strength you have, the connections you have, whatever you have today, you may not have them tomorrow. So make the most of the time. Redeem the time. That's what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, if you are there, reopen, sorry, chapter 5, verse 15 and 16. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 and 16. If you are there, say, thank you, Jesus. It says, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Can you do another version for me? But I say, redeem the time. I say, redeem the time. Yeah. Make the most of every opportunity in these, what, evil days. And that's why Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1 says that, remember the Lord in the days of your youth, before the evil days come. Hallelujah. So this is a window of opportunity God is giving to every one of us so that we should become fruitful. That means that this is the time for you to tell your brothers and sisters about Jesus Christ. Listen, there are some people that you see, you, you have met them today, you may never meet them again. Some of my schoolmates, after 30-something years we left, we haven't met. Is it last year or so? One of my mates, I had not seen him for over 30, almost about over 35 years, since 1981. When is 1981? 
years. How many years now? 31. Eight years. It was last year I saw him. 37 years. I didn't know which part of the... He, was, he had gone to another part of the world for so many years. And I was standing somewhere. I don't know what happened. He just turned and then mentioned my name. And I look at him and I said, that was him. 37 years. But for some of them too, I have never seen them. And some of them too are dead. And they are gone. So there are people that you meet today, don't think you meet them again tomorrow. So when you meet them today, preach to them today. And when you meet them today, be aggressive in bringing them to the house of God. Can I have an amen? amen. Preach to your bosses. If somebody is your boss, listen, every human being is a soul. A soul is a soul and is precious to God. And you, your crowns in heaven will be determined by the number of souls that you are helping to bring into the house of God. Not the effort you are making in getting material things. I'm not discounting the importance of material things, but you need to save souls. Hallelujah. Let me quickly take you to four benefits of bearing fruit because the Lord wants us to bear fruit. Number one, you bear fruits to prove that you are a real Christian. To prove that you are a real Christian. You see, real mango tree bears mango tree. Is that not it? How, how do you get to know that this tree is this tree? It's the fruit it bears. Hallelujah. One day, a certain lady went to, for medical examination at one of the big hospitals in Ghana. And then upon examination, they found out that the lady was not menstruating. They checked and checked and checked and checked. You know, and even though she had, she, she had what it looked like, secondary sexual characteristics of a woman. The secondary sexual characteristics of a woman is that she may have adipose issues. She's got breasts that are developing and all those kinds of things. But what actually determines the sex of a, a person is a primary sexual characteristics. Is that right? Whether the person has got a, a penis or a vagina. This person, upon further examination, they found out that he had a hidden male organ. So the reason why she was not menstruating and the reason why she was not giving birth, everybody was seeing her outwardly. She would wear female dresses, walk, could you say, hello, how are you? I just say everything. Yes, hello. She just got, Sister Joyce. Sister Joyce. And she was wearing my skirt. She was wearing my skirt, but she was in there. So when they did the examination, why is it that this person is not menstruating? She's not giving birth. Then they found out that, no, no, that she's not a she, but she's a he. So she's what? She's a she, he. Yeah. A she. She, he. Hello? Yeah. In the same way to many people who come to church. And we see them singing Christian songs and dancing and somersaulting or whatever. The reason why they are not, we are not bearing real fruit is because we probably may not be real Christians. Or there may be a fault. When a tree is not bearing fruit, eh? when you see a male tree not, bear, a tree not bearing fruit, maybe it may not be a female tree. Or it is a tree that is blighted with sickness. So it means that the person may be having a, sp a spiritual sickness. 
So God doesn't want you to be spiritually sick. He wants you to be alert and alive and fruitful. And every tree bears fruit. Every every tree bears fruit after its kind. So God wants you to bear fruit after your kind to save your kind. I'll give you a scripture to show you. Genesis. Let's go to Genesis. I'll finish soon. Somebody say thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Remember I've, I've said Matthew 7 20 that by my fruits what? You shall know them. Amen. That's what by their fruits you shall know them. Hallelujah. By their fruits. That's what by their fruits you shall know them. Amen. So if by your spiritual activities, so by your fruit, by your fruit we, shall, we can know who really a Christian is or not. If by your spiritual activity, others like you are brought to the Lord and discipled, then you are a real Christian. But if others are not being brought by you into the kingdom, then there's a a missing link, there's a problem. Maybe you are just a church attender. But from today, may you not just be a church attender. Amen. For you to bear fruit, you must have what is called desire. So you say desire. Yeah. There are many people who come to church for various reasons. Some of them, they are come to chase a certain girl. Oh, yeah. There are people who come to church. Oh, I know many guys who follow girls to church. It's okay. But come and find Jesus. Hallelujah. There are also, there are also ladies who are saying, that, well, uh, uh, in the church, it's possible I'll find a guy. So you realize that their whole motivation is not actually to find God, but to find a guy. So they are dressing and everything. Look at their fruit. Ask your friend, where, where are your fruits? Or this morning, who is your fruit here? Amen. There are people who follow friends or they follow family members. And so when they come to church and something small happens, they say, I'm angry. I've let you. You, you. you are not rooted. You don't know the, know the real reason. Maybe you follow friends. So the moment the friend moves, he says, I'm, I'm also following my friend. You are following someone who is giving you watch. You are not following Jesus. You are following watch. So you follow the giver of watch instead of following the giver of eternal life. Yeah, so much direction, Christian. Yeah. You see, one day, Jesus preached, and when Jesus preached, eh, many of his disciples left him. He said, except somebody eats my flesh, he cannot be my Christian, a disciple. And many, after Jesus had fed 5,000 men, he came out with certain hard preaching. When he started preaching hard, the people left him. And then he asked, will you also follow? Will you also leave? And Peter said, to whom should we go to? You have the word of what? Eternal life. It means that we do not follow people because they give us money. Or they buy us clothing. They take us to the saloon. They call us on our birthdays. Are you hearing me? They, they, they give you paracetamol to drink. You follow people because they are giving you words of eternal life. And I want to say here, if you come to church here today, do not expect me to give you money. 
My ministry is not to give you money. My, my responsibility is not to give you money. Do not expect money from me. I am not a bank. Amen. I am a pastor. My work is to feed you with knowledge and understanding. Do not expect for me to give you jollof rice. Amen. Do not expect me to give you clothing. Even though I may give some people clothing as the Lord has touched me, as the Lord touched me, by the grace of God, I'm a generous person. I share many things. I do many things that I don't let my left hand, left hand see the right hand. I do many things on the quiet. Are you getting me? But you see, today in Christianity, many people are following pastors or they follow the church because of just almsgiving and materialistic things. So they say, the pastor didn't do this for me. It is this pastor, in the associate pastor, who is doing this. So the day the associate pastor is leaving, he says, I'm following We don't follow the leg. We don't follow the hand. We don't follow beard. Beard can be shaved off. Yeah. People can shave their beards off. We don't follow, we don't follow beards. We don't follow mustache. We follow the head. So if you're in the, if you're, we follow Christ the head. We don't follow angels. I said we don't follow angels. We follow Christ the head of the church. And in the church, to God, every church, God has placed a leadership. And we follow the leadership of the church. We don't follow the ankles. We don't follow, in fact, let me let you know, in this church, the pastor is the only father of the house. All other, all other pastors are senior brothers and sisters. So you do not follow a senior brother and say the next moment your senior brother has become your father. That is madness. Your senior brother cannot be your father. Your senior sister cannot be your, 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 your mother. Can I have an amen? A senior sister is not your mother. A senior sister is a senior sister. A senior brother is a senior brother. No, it cannot be. So one day you get her and say, because my senior sister, my senior sister used to give me food. She used to take care of me. But that is not my mother. My senior brother used to buy me things. She used to give me brother hand down. When I was growing up, I used to wear a lot of brother hand down. But when there's somebody to speak in the house, the final authority in the house, it's not my senior brother who used to give me clothing. It is my father. So in the house, it is the voice of the father that precedes and overrides every other voice. You do not follow any other person. Amen. Amen. So in our church here, yeah, if you want to clap, clap your hands. I want to say. Yeah. Amen. So I've got pastors here. Pastor Seth is here. He's my spiritual son. He was not a pastor. I made him a pastor. Were you a pastor when you came to the church? So you don't follow Pastor Seth. Pastor Seth is supposed to assist me. That's why he called. he's an assistant pastor or an associate pastor. He's assisting me. When he came, he was a little boy. He was not a pastor. He had not developed beard. Today, he's growing beard. And he has getting more He's even graying. So the fact that I'm graying and he's graying doesn't mean we are classmates. Get it clear. But as he's serving as a son, he's getting some of the anointing. Can I have an amen? So when I speak, when, he, when, I, when I speak and he speaks, it is not his voice you take. It is my voice you take. 
You are not getting me. Listen, I am not exalting myself. I am preaching principle. We don't follow children. You see, that is what is spoiling the church. That is spoiling the kingdom of God. And those people can be misled. I've had a voice. I must move here. And I'm moving there. And they keep moving, moving, moving. So you, your life keeps moving, 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 moving. No. Do you keep moving your hometown? From today, you come from here. From Gavia to Aje. Next time, from Waje to Agate. Agate to Have. Have to Soviet. From Soviet to Amfue. Amfue to Vako. Vako to Pandotoko. Pandotoko. Ah! One person. You are moving from place to. You come from one place. Amen. Can I have an amen? Yeah. You must follow the Father. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, places I started preaching from 1983. I walked from Kofredia to uh, uh, this thing, to Pede, from Pede to Govefe Kowu, Kowu to Waje, Waje to Agate, Agate to Have, from Have to Soviet, from Soviet to Vako. Eh? Yeah. Preaching. I was walking. You see, when you see a man like this, don't get up and think that we just started. 1983, I was walking, 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 sleeping in uncompleted buildings, preaching the word of God. So when I raise up people and then today, they, they also can say, I'm following the one who, you don't follow. You must follow the father of the house. And I want you to understand, there's a difference between a gift, eh, a gifted person and a spiritual authority. They are different things. And today, many people even call themselves prophets. They are not prophets. They may get a gift of revelation, but they are not prophets. Amen? Amen. And you don't follow gifts. You follow callings and spiritual authority. Amen? Yeah, you follow spiritual authority. Gifts can be nice. And the gifts can be destroyed. And a gifted person can be very pompous and he, he destroy himself and destroy. That is why gifted people must learn to bring themselves under authority. So you don't go and follow, follow people because they mention your name, they go and do all those things. Some of them are even full of magic. I want you to be fruitful. I said be fruitful. Amen. Am I preaching something to you? So God wants you to bear fruit after your kind. Hallelujah. Bear your fruit. Thank God. When this ministry started, I didn't go here. When I was released, my, I told my pastor, I said, number one, I'm not going to do anything close to you. Number two, I'm not going to do anything immediately. Number three, I told the church, nobody should follow me from this place. I'm a son of the house. I follow this man. God has called me. God is what He released me with blessing from Dr. Mesa Otabel. We blessing from Archbishop Duncan Williams. We blessings from Bishop Ajina Side. He actually even gave me money. Yes. We, we blessing from uh, Reverend Isudanaba. And the oldest men of God, they came, confirmed the things spiritually, poured oil over my life. That I should get back into my rural ministry because I, I was a rural evangelist. If you don't understand, the reason why we go around in the villages and co, because I started as a rural evangelist. That's why I'm mentioning all those kind of places. Yeah. In the front place. I was going there. And I was going there from Africa. I walked from Ebitifi, those who know, to, through Kwa Utafu, to Adosu. Cross Adosu to Nketepa. 
from Nkatapa to Mamikobo Junction, from Mamikobo Junction to, yes, we call it, we call it Kwampong Kwanta, from Kwampong Kwanta to Mamikobo. Amen. Yes, I was in this man's hometown. When he was, he was a little boy, probably he was not even born. He was a little boy. This man, Mr. Ofori. Kwampong Kwanta, I slept in his, in his village over there. Many years ago, 1984. 83, 84, I was sleeping there. And walking. When you walk and you need water, he said, where's the next village? They say, we're here, we're here, six miles. <laughs> and when they bring you the water, he said, the water is very brown. You are drinking with some organism dancing by logo in it. And you say you are taking Jesus Christ over there. You, you want to put alum in the water. What they are drinking, you must drink some. What they are eating, you must eat some. One day after some crusade, when we finished the crusade, then uh, the people said, Enre, Esrobwa, Nae Depa. Now ask what is Esrobwa. In the night, when we finish the crusade, there's no food, there's nothing like salad and things. So. It is heavy fufu. And then when we check what the Esrobwa, the Esrobwa was monkey. So it means that they had given us monkey. I had eaten monkey. Yes. The night before, I ate monkey. I ate python. I had eaten python. Yeah. It, 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 in the village. In the village. It, they cut the python, cut off the head. Cho, 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 cho. Spices, very nice. Ah! Yeah. Eating the python. I've eaten crocodile before. Yes. Listen, listen. You, you think the work of God is cheap? It's not cheap. I've eaten python. I've eaten crocodile. I've eaten monkey. Gone to places. In order to become fruitful as a Christian. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you learning something here? So, so God, God wants you to give birth after your kind. That, that takes us to the next one. Tell somebody, be fruitful. If all your Christianity is coming to church on Sunday, then it's a bad Christianity. In fact, real Christianity takes place after the church service. That's the reason why you don't have to run away. Most of you, when you, at a church, you know, you are taking your Bible and you are running. After the church, that is when the new converts that come, our friends from Ashama, our friends from many places, you go to them and say, hello, brother, how are you? My name is this person. And then you try to find out the person's name and you start talking to the person. The person says, I have got this, this issue or that. Pray for the person, lay hands on the person, call the person, encourage the person. That is where real Christianity is. Not after you jump into your car and say, I have prospered. I don't have time for anybody. I've jumped into my car. You are doing nothing. You are not doing anything. You are not doing anything. Okay? You are not being a fruitful Christian. You will be the same from January to December. You have not brought anybody to the church. You have not brought anybody to Christ. You have not helped anybody to be established. Look at me today. When I became born again, Reverend Dr. Fred Digby, he wasn't a pastor then. He was the one following up on me and the wife. I remember they writing letters to me when I was in secondary school from one. Writing letters and encouraging me. They've watched over my life all these years. All these years. When I decided to marry, I had to go to them. When we married, when we married, we had to go to their house. We even slept in their house. Yes. They've been with us. Our children, they've been with us. Joe, do it this way. Don't do it that way. Do it this way. Don't do it that way. When I'm there, they call me. They will rebuke me and blast me. I say, yes, sir. Yes. They, and today, because of them and other ministries, 
Today, I'm standing also ministry. You can help somebody to know the Lord. Hallelujah. And this man is a lawyer. The man is a lawyer. Lawyer, it means that you can train others to become strong in the Lord. He wasn't a pastor. He was a lawyer. If I was a law student, I used to go to him at uh, Lego Hall and then collect money. Then from Lego Hall, I'll go to the fiancé at Mensa Saba. So I collect here. I collect from mommy. I collect from uh, uh, daddy over there. And encouraging me and encouraging me and praying with me and taking me to Christian fellowship. Yeah. Took me to a group that acts plays. Gospel youth players. Acting. I started acting on television. Christian plays. Yes. So I want to encourage you. Give birth after your kind. Tell somebody, give birth after your kind. Amen. First Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 13, 5 says that, examine yourselves whether you'll be in the faith. Ask your friend, are you still in the faith? So the second point is, bear fruit, bearing fruit preserves your own kind in the church. Genesis chapter 7, verse 3. That's the last scripture for today because of time. Genesis chapter 7, verse 3. Now, God commanded Noah to enter the ark with his wife. That was, you know, before the earth was destroyed with, the, with water. He told him to take his wife, his three sons, and their wives. And then in addition, he told them to take various animals, male and female of every kind. So say, male and female of every kind. Now, why was God telling them that they should take male and female of every kind? It was to preserve, so say, pres preserve. God was interested in preserving a sample of every kind of animal in the ark. God wanted to preserve the species. He wanted to preserve life. He wanted to keep life going on the earth. Amen. Genesis 7:3. Of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep what? Seed alive upon the face of all the earth. Helen's period translation says, to preserve the species. So I say, preserve the species. Maybe do it message version or NIV. So by parrots, eh, to ensure their survival on earth. You know there are some, some animals, they call them engendered what? And endangered species. Is that right? Endangered species. It means that they are dying. So they try to preserve them and they say that nobody should poach them. Nobody should kill them. Because if, they, if we don't preserve them, they'll be extinct totally. There are certain kinds of professions, certain kinds of people to them who become extinct spiritually and in various places. God wants to preserve, if you're a nurse, preserve Christians, I mean, uh, people who are nurses as Christians. It means that you've got to give birth after your kind. If you're a student, you must give birth after your kind. If you are a lawyer, after your kind. If you're a teacher, after your kind. You see, if you belong to a profession, it's easier to talk to, talk to your own kind. If you're a young person, it's easier to talk to somebody who is a young person like yourself. Because they know that whatever you are going through, or what they go through, you go through the same thing. 
But if you tell them that there's a way to overcome it, they will accept it even better than somebody who is older. Amen? If you tell someone like Uncle Clement, and Uncle Clement goes to some, uh, some young person who is maybe about 10 years or 12 years, and he says, uh, he says oh, your generation is different. It's all because of But if a 12-year-old person goes to another 12-year-old person and says something, they will accept it. So you must give birth after your own kind. You know what I used to do? I'd be secondary school. We preach to the people. When we preach to them, the moment they get born again, right after prep, we take them to the school field. And quickly, within 15 minutes, pray for Holy Ghost baptism for them. And then every Saturday morning, every Saturday morning, we catch them and take them to the bushes. We wake them up from one, from two, from three. We wake them up, get up, get up, get up. And we take them to the bushes to go and fast and pray. You see the gentleman who has been coming to take me photographs. My wedding, he took the photographs. My 20th anniversary, he was there. 25th anniversary, he was there. My 50th birthday, he was there. It's my soul. Preached to him. Gave his life to Jesus. I took him to youth evangelism school. Following up on him all through. Today, he's built. He's doing a good job. He's, a, he's become a minister. He's doing the work of the Lord. A fruit after your own kind. Preserving your kind. He leads praise and worship. I was leading praise and worship in school. He followed me, my footsteps, to also lead praise and worship. He leads praise and worship in his church. Counseling people, he counsels people. So when he gave birth, even though he's a child, he asked that I should come and adore his babies for him. Yes, I adore his babies. His children are in there, at the investment. I adore them. When he had to get a job, he, he needed a shop for his, his, his company. I'm the one, he, saw, he said, Papa, I've seen a shop over there. And we went there and walked there. He didn't have the money. I said, we are claiming. The Bible says in Joshua 1, 3, wherever the source of our fish are tried upon, we'll possess. And we spoke and we prayed. And uh, she, he obtained the property. So I take photographs for free. Yeah. Can I have an amen? So ladies and gentlemen, all I'm saying is that produce after your kind. When you have children who look like you, are you not happy? You are happy. And let me tell you something. When there's no feeling that can be compared to having a child that looks like you. I'm telling you. When you have a child, eh, look at what women go through to have babies. The embarrassment of nakeding yourself before a male medical doctor. Sometimes you can see a small boy who is a gynecologist. Say you pay to Then you can lie down. Open your legs. Then he's using hands to do things. Hey, in the name of you are being inspected. Are you getting me? Yeah, in some way. And then, you see, it takes, it takes humility to become fruitful. Like Bishop was preaching. You want to become fruitful? And he said, oh, uh, I want to remove, you have to remove your dress. Can you imagine? Say, lie down. Yes, say, I'm here. Yes, I'm here. And then you get pregnant. And when you get pregnant, spitting around, one of our sisters, when I try, I, huh? I don't even know whether the lady even, she farts. But this time I went to meet her in another part of the world. 
and she was holding a bottle. Reverend, I'm sorry. So we talked to her. And said, I said, you two, you can't spit. She was spitting all over. Like a spitting python or cobra. Spitting, spitting, spitting. Her tummy had bulging tummy. And then when the women had to give birth, the opening up of their pelvic girdle for the baby to come up and some of you your heads were very big <laughs> lucky was your head big when you are coming out eh? so you realize that that thing is tearing up the woman so now the doctors have to cut and as they are cutting, you hear them scream. Ah, 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 ah. Then they cut and you come out. Chop. And some of them, when they are even giving birth, they insult, they insult the man. How we are buffoon. We start to buffoon. Ah, imagine. Look at foolish man. I won't do that again. I won't do that again. I won't do that again. Pastor, two years. Six months, they have started the ministry. But the following this year, another baby has come. You are wondering why. The Bible says, the joy, the joy, the joy, the joy, the joy, the joy. So say, joy. Joy of seeing, seeing your children. Joy. Call this one. Eh? Mr. Fori. Isn't it nice? Look at you. Your children are sitting by you. Joy of calling Ishra. Ishra, come here. Joy, Mabna, come here. Who is Mabna? Come. Mabna, there you are. Good. Look at there. Isn't it beautiful? Come here. Mabna. So he said, he intentionally said, Mabna, go and get me water. Go and get me some of the water. Go and get me my water. Yeah. Benefits of a father. This was benefits of grand grandfather. Uh-huh. Your grandfather. Okay. Bring it to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bring it to me. You see, you got somebody to say, isn't it? Isn't it nice? You know, the uh, benefits of a grandchild. You know? It's nice. It's nice. So why wouldn't you want to go through the sacrifice? I said, why wouldn't you want to go through the sacrifice to have a spiritual child? Because children, we may not be able to give too many birth to too many children. Mommy is very lucky. The age has caught up on us. In fact, I was planning to give her 10. <coughs> my, my, grand, my grandmother had 10 children. If I think 11. 11, football team. Yeah, football team. So I went and I stayed with her. So I wanted to replicate the thing. Yeah. And add an extra one. Yeah. I think I'll become 12. Yeah. A reserve player. Yeah. yeah. But when I started the ministry, I said, the work, the load, and this. And the, so I've decided that I'll, I'll give the others to the other people who are coming. Say, so last, receive your own. And all of you receive it. Amen. And to have more spiritual children. But you can have many more spiritual children. So after today, I don't want you to come to church alone. Hmm? I lived in a house where in the morning we had ducks. 
And I don't know whether it's a father duck or the mother duck will be leading. Eh? The mother duck. Is it a mother who leads or the father who leads? The mother leads. So mother duck or duck is leading. And then the others are following. Follow. All the children, follow me. Follow. Quickly. Yeah, so follow, follow. Yeah. Then the, an older person should follow them. Older person, follow one line, one logo, logo line. Yeah. Then they'll be going. So in the morning, in the morning, yeah, in the morning, they'll go out. Follows. In the morning, they are going. They are going to eat. They go out. Is that right? In the morning, they go out. So these are my spiritual children. They are going. They are following. Is that right? Good. And then, in the evening. Blessings, 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 blessings. Yeah. In the evening, then you see them. In the evening, you see them. They are also coming. Is that right? Yeah. So, realize that. The father, the mother doesn't go alone, goes with the dog. And what is coming? He's coming. So when you are also coming to church, you must have your spiritual children who are following you like that to the house of God. You are bringing them to the altar. 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 Isn't it nice? You are bringing them to the altar of God. The altar of God. Altar of God. Altar of God. If you have no spiritual children, it's a very bad thing. And when you are going to heaven, you don't go to heaven with anybody. And the Lord will say, so all the people that I made you to come into contact with, where are they? I place you, you see, every work you do is a platform you are standing on. And the platform is to advertise Christ. And so any work you are doing, from that place, people must know Jesus. As their Lord and their Savior. Out. And this, are you twins? You are very nice. Are you twins? They are not twins. These two. Are you twins? <laughs> they, said, they said they are twins. Before they come out, you realize that too many physical births, you become weak. But too, a lot of spiritual births, you become stronger. So, church, from today I want us to change. Let's fill our church with people. Let's fill the kingdom of God with people. So that one day God will say to you, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful and little, I will make you ruler over much. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. From today we are determined to be fruitful. From today, wherever you live, people in the area must come to your church. Whatever profession you are in, people in the profession must come to the Lord. If you're a businesswoman, your business friend, listen, your business friend, you must compare them and say, May Chihuahua, sorry. Amen? Give them transportation. If I go for them, give them money for offerings. If they say they don't have clothing, take some of your clothing or go and sow something for them and make sure that they come to the house of God. When you show them love and you preach to them, they will follow you 
to your Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word, but I'm out of time. Today, I'm a Scottish man. The Scots, they go by time. So I'll finish my preaching. Amen. God bless you. Clap for them. Christian, help me to be able to bear fruits. Help me to produce fruit after my own kind. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you want to anoint somebody here, am I? You want to touch somebody here, am I? In the name of the Lord Jesus. Talk to God real quick in the name of Jesus. Father, I want to thank you. I want to praise your name. I bless you because you are a good God. I worship your marriage. We receive thanks. We receive praise. Bless you, Lord. Tell the Lord, make me a fruitful Christian. Use me. Use me. Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Anoint me. Anoint me. Touch my life. Touch my life. Use me. Use me. To bring people into your kingdom. I need you and I want you. Have your way in my life. 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 In the name of Jesus. Take away. Take away anything, anything that stops me, that stops me from being spiritually fruitful. Being spiritual fruitful. Let it be taken away from my life. Taken away from my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. From today. From today. When I'm coming to church. When I'm coming to church. I'll be coming. I'll be coming with my friends. With my friends. My neighbors. My neighbors. My relations. My relations. My colleagues. My colleagues. My workmates. My workmates. My neighborhood. My neighborhood. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Glory in my life. Thank you, Jesus. All to Jesus. Yeah.
o'clock, we have started a new month. The ninth month is the month of birthing and fruitfulness. I want to be spiritually fruitful. This September must be a September to remember. I want you to touch my life. I want to become spiritually fruitful and anointed. I want to come for I want to pray with you very shortly. I want to be spiritually fruitful. Touch me. I want to know you. I want you to touch my life in Jesus' name. Bring me oil. I want to anoint you quickly. Yes, spiritually fruitful. Spiritually fruitful. You want to bear fruit after your kind. He said, my fire has gone down. I want my fire to be rekindled. My God, rekindle us, rekindle us, rekindle us. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let somebody hold that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I commit your servants and handmaidens into your hands who have come. Standing on this altar, I pray that may they be refired. Be revived. Be refired. Be revived. May the Spirit of God come upon you. May God make you new from today. David said, Create in me a clean heart. Take not the Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. I pray, God, that you put fresh fire. Fresh fire. Amen. Fresh fire. Amen. Fresh fire. Amen. Receive fresh fire. Jesus. Receive fresh fire. Yes, Lord. Receive fresh fire. Amen. Fire of the Holy Ghost. 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 Amen. Let it come upon your life. Jesus, right now. Yes, right now. Amen. Right now. Amen. Right now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. As I touch your forehead with this oil. We declare that you are marked up for honor. Yes, Lord. Amen. That your face will shine bright from today. Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. Name that you do exploits. Yes, Lord. Father, anoint every one of them. Receive fresh fire. Take it. Receive fresh fire. And be anointed for promotion. Receive promotion. I'm anointed for spiritual promotion. Receive spiritual promotion. Take it now. Receive fresh Receive fresh fire. Spiritual promotion in the name of Jesus. Receive fresh fire. Receive fresh fire in the name of Jesus. Receive fresh fire. Take it, take it, take it, take it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive fresh fire. Take it. Fresh fire. Receive fresh fire. Receive fresh fire, sir. Oh, receive fresh fire. I think receive fresh fire. Take it. In the name of Jesus. Receive fresh fire. Receive fresh fire. Receive fresh fire. Fresh fire. Oh, yes. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. Receive fresh fire. Receive fresh fire. Receive fresh fire. In the name of Jesus. Receive fresh fire. Receive fresh fire. Fresh fire. Be revived. Be anointed. Be revived. Be anointed. Receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus. Ah, bring her to me. Bring her to me. Bring her to me. Fresh anointing.
fresh fire. For greater fire. Take it. The oil. The oil that changes a person. Let it come upon you. Oh, Jesus. Fresh fire. Receive fresh fire. Be fired up for the work of the Lord. The oil of the Lord. Become another man. Become another man. Receive fresh fire. Fire. 
If you are dead, take it. Become a new woman from today. Take it. This is your presence. Thank you, Jesus. This is your power. This is your power. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, 
Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. Receive uncommon miracles. Now. In Jesus precious name. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. To turn your life around. Promotion from this ground on this altar. Let this altar speak for her. Yes, Lord. Give her uncommon promotion. Yes, Lord. Receive it now. Amen. New spiritual strength, spiritual grace, spiritual power. It comes upon you. Amen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's happening now. Hush. Take it. In Jesus' name. It's done. Give God a hand of praise. Okay. Before we just take our offering, if you came to church today and said, Today, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want my name to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I want you to just raise your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. You want to receive Jesus Christ to be your Lord and your Savior, the King of your life. Yes, raise your hand. Don't, don't fish out. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Don't fish shy. Raise that hand high up. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, I can see some hands over there. If you have lifted it up, just walk to me right now. Walk to me. Walk to me. Walk to me. Oh, yes, walk to me. Listen to me. I did this 42 years ago, 27th of July, 1977, 5.30 in the evening, near Club Esterica, close to New Times Corporation, in an uncompleted building at South Awudome Estates. I gave my life to Christ, and I've never been the same again. And who, Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we are going to pray right now. If you want to join them, come. Come and join them. Come and join them. I was very young then. I was very young. Clap for them as they're coming. I was very young when I gave my life to Jesus. Oh, Jesus is calling you. Listen, and at the time he called me, I didn't know I was, when I gave my life, I, did, I never knew I was going to be preaching. But today I'm a preacher. That's what I preach. You will preach. I said, you will preach. Our brother from Ashama, he said, our sister, you, all of you will be preaching. Come to 18, you are preaching. 
Faith temple you are preaching. Carries temple you are preaching. Zoe you are preaching. Everybody here you are preaching. So long as you can hear my voice, you are going to become a preacher. In fact, you are a preacher. Let's pray together. As you lift your hand and say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father I, come to you, I come to you just as I am. Yes, as I, am. I accept the fact that, I accept the fact that I'm, a I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. Cannot save myself. But you so love me you so love that me. you sent your son Jesus you sent your son to die Jesus on the cross, on the cross for, my sake. for my sake. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus come, into my heart. come into my heart. Be my king, Be my, king. My, Lord, my Lord, and my master. And my master. I submit myself I to you myself from, today. from today. I am fully yours. Here am I. I submitted my hand. Anoint me. Touch me. Touch me. Mold me, Mold fill me, me and use me. And use me. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for these precious ones. I pray that let them be planted in your house. Let them flourish in your court. I pray that your grace and your glory shall be their portion. In Jesus' precious name. The Lord establish you. The Lord causes grace to abide upon you. May you become a new man from today. May the oil that gives promotion come upon you. May you be lifted higher and higher and higher. Receive the oil. Receive the anointing to be different from today. In the precious name of Jesus, hear the voice of God. Hear the voice of God. Walk in the mantles of Jehovah in the name of Jesus. May you be blessed. May you be anointed. May you become a great prophet of God. May you become a great servant of God. May you be outstanding. May you see the spirit. May you become a precious woman. May the glory of God be your portion. May God's honor Rest upon thee. Yes, be anointed. Amen. Be favored in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. 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 Congratulations. Amen. 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 I want to give you a special gift. A calendar for you, sir. Calendar for you, sir. Calendar for you, madam. Calendar for you. Amen. God bless you. You know what? We won't take your details so that we can be praying for you. So I'd like for you to follow this Indian woman over there. So that uh, uh, she just take down your details and you come back. Amen. Give them a hand as they are going. Come on, give them a hand, give them a hand. Hallelujah. Glory to God.